Hey, this is Jeff Loveland. Thank you for tuning in to Anchor for My Soul podcast, where we want to give a message of hope in the middle of the storm by anchoring ourselves to the Word of God. In each episode, we will grow in our spiritual walk a little more as we use the SOAP Bible study method to dive deep into the scriptures, observe what God is teaching us, apply the lessons in our daily lives, and then pray about it. I hope this encourages you today and helps you go forward with Christ. Welcome back to Anchor for My Soul podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Loveland. As I write and record this episode, the date is January 1st, 2021. A day after the dreadful 2020 year that has negatively impacted many lives and has been a year of trials, difficulties, and unprecedented changes. A year full of corruption, power, lies, and deceit violence, and all-out sinfulness. This was also a year of many dark plans and evil intentions being brought to the light and exposed. This truly was a year of 2020 vision. Unfortunately, not everyone had the same focus and the same vision. We saw people take sides over anything and everything and dig in and fight for what they believed was right. Whether it was over mass vaccines, political parties, if people should stay at home or be able to travel, if businesses should be open or closed, how we should vote, and much, much more. This was a year where life changed as we knew it, and we knew that we were in for a fight, one of good versus evil and right versus wrong. Today, as I woke up and sat in my bed, I had a few thoughts that came to mind. First and foremost, everyone was so excited for the year 2020 to be over with. But what makes today any different? We will still have trials and difficulties that we will face. We have sin running around rampantly and will continue to do so until the Lord returns. And we have a world that is crying out for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to return to his bride. We will have days with highs and lows, sadness, and celebrations. People will come and go, and we know that each day is a blessing from God. So what makes today any different? As far as I can see, the calendar turned over another day, and the sun came up once again. God is with us now as he was before, and so is the sin that crouches at the door and in front of our faces. If I'm going to be honest with you, I believe this year will have many trials and difficulties, as every year before. But I also believe that this is a time and a year where the Lord will continue to expose the plots of the evil one. It will bring the things in the darkness to light. And that's where we come in. As believers and followers of Jesus Christ, we are the salt and the light, and we are to shine bright, even when everything around us seems so dark. We know that the world will continue to get a little more chaotic and crazy, and that the body of Christ will then be forced to continue to stay the course of the mission, loving others, standing for truth and righteousness, sharing the word of God, 
and fighting for our faith, families, and freedoms, as I mentioned in previous episodes. But here's where the good news comes in. There will be victory. Matter of fact, that victory has already been won at the cross. Thanks to Jesus Christ, all our sins have been forgiven, and He was the one who was crucified and sacrificed at the cross because He was the atonement, the sacrifice, and the payment for our sins. However, as the victory has been won, we have to still do our part and be the light that shines bright within this world until Jesus, who is the light of this world, comes again. There will be tough times ahead, but there is hope and a future as well. Every year, almost everyone seems to celebrate the New Year's and the exciting futures ahead. I do not think that we should be any different. We should be excited as well, even amongst all the pain, suffering, death and destruction, and sin that takes place. We must be excited. We must stand tall and shine bright. You were created for a time such as this to endure and fight the good fight, and to do so with faith, hope, and love, and living a life that is built upon the Word of God and actions that are a result of that. Today, we'll be reminded of this in our reading in Ephesians chapter 5, where we are told to not be deceived, to not become partners with those who do disobedience or things done in the darkness, and to walk as children of the light, which includes exposing the things that are done in the darkness. From there, we can see exactly what is being done. However, some will still choose to be blind to the truth and focus on the things done in the dark and to steer clear of the light. Whether that is because they have fallen away, they are from their father the devil, or because they are pursuing the desires of their flesh and the love of sin and not the righteousness they are called to. Whatever the reason is, those of us who walk in the light have a battle in front of us but one we must keep fighting. Ephesians 5 verses 8 through 14 says, Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not become partners with them, for at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret. But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. You see, yesterday evening, as my family and I gathered and celebrated the new year, I couldn't help but think back and reflect on the year that we just had and what might be coming up in the future. As we laughed, played games, ate food, and enjoyed our time together, the television played in the background. 
with the New Year's Eve countdown in celebration. As different artists sang, I would periodically glance over at the screen to see who was singing or talking. I noticed that I was often reminded of the sin that is being celebrated throughout the land and throughout the world. You see, New Year's Eve is celebrated by many and is mostly viewed on televisions throughout the world. And as we know, the television, music, the radio, and the media are all powerful tools that Satan, the angel of the airwaves, will use to reach, to pervert, and to deceive many. That includes man, woman, and children. As people gather together around the television, their souls are being drowned with the evil agendas, propaganda, and sinfulness. What appears to be a celebration is actually the slow drip of immorality and the many variations of sin, entering our consciousness and appearing to corrupt us little by little, if we do not pay attention. Little by little, we and our nation are being changed at a pace that nobody is paying attention to until it's too late. That's why we must be awake, aware, and bring the darkness to light. And we must expose that darkness. As the program played in the background, with each look, I was alerted to something that just didn't sit right in my spirit. For example, I noticed one artist that performed was wearing a gold chain around his neck with a Freemason symbol, while his bandmate wore a necklace with a pyramid or triangle symbol, which likely represents the demonic, all-seeing eye that goes with the Freemasons' evil plans. From there, I saw a male host who is previously celebrated worldwide for wearing a tuxedo dress. This host then introduced a transgender singer, a man dressed as a woman. So we see the celebration of LGBTQ and artists who are blatantly going against the word of God and trying to lead others away as well. What we see is sin being celebrated. This tells me exactly what 2021 and the years ahead will look like. Years that will require the remnant to boldly stand and preach the word of God and be the light that overcomes the darkness through Jesus Christ. Later in the program, I noticed there was an interview of what many call the president-elect, Joe Biden, who was struggling to complete coherent responses to simple questions. This person is viewed as the perceived winner of the 2020 presidential election, which has had many reports and evidence of fraud, but yet covered up by the media and corrupt politicians. Also, it was reported that the mayor of New York, who shut down businesses and destroyed many lives, through his handling of COVID-19 and his power-hungry and socialistic style, not only prevented the public from attending the New Year's Eve celebration in Times Square, but was seen dancing with his wife in a well-decorated area where no one else could go due to health reasons. Another prime example of a lack of leadership, no integrity, and blatant hypocrisy. 
As we start the year 2021 and go into future years, we'll have both good times and bad times, like any other year. But what we are reminded of is that we are called to be the light in the middle of the darkness. As many celebrated the new year, evil lurked behind the scenes. Riots once again took place. Elected congressmen and women argued over bills that financially helped other countries more so than our own citizens. And reports of shootings, which includes a Massachusetts state trooper being shot. This is the darkness. Yet we are called to be the light that overcomes this and rises in the face of danger. Those who are called to preach God's word and love their enemies, and willing to call out what is done in the darkness and expose it to the light. Yet only a few in the body of Christ will truly do so. They are called the remnant. Today we'll be reading out of John chapter 1, verses 1 through 18, Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 21, and Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. Each of these passages will be read out of the English Standard Version. As you turn to those chapters, here are a few other verses to guide you as we go into the years ahead and as we become the salt and the light of this world, and not only identifying and discerning what darkness is being done, but exposing the corruption, lies, deceit, hypocrisy, and the sin of this wicked world. The very things being done to try and take out the body of Christ, but will fall flat on its face. Here are some of the verses that set the scene for our reading today about darkness that will be exposed and brought to light. John chapter 8, verses 12. I am the light of the world. It says, Again, Jesus spoke to them, his disciples, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. John chapter 3, verses 19 through 21. And it says, And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and the people love the darkness rather than the light, because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light, and does not come to the light, lest his work should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. That verse comes from Jesus talking right after talking about how God sent him to earth to not condemn the world, but to save the world through him. And then he talked about that judgment in the light. And then also finally, a verse about God's word and how important that is in times like this and for the future. And it's Psalm 119 verse 105. It says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. How nice is it that we can open up the word of God and be guided and, and shown the way. John chapter 1, 
verses 1 through 18. The Word became flesh. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light, that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me, because he was before me. For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 21. Walk in love. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love, as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not even be named among you, as is proper among saints. Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. For you may be sure of this, that everyone who is sexually immoral or impure, or who is covetous, that is, an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not become partners with them. For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of the things 
that they do in secret. But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Look carefully, then, how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. Salt and light. You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. So that was our scripture reading for today. Now let's observe what I was saying. Let's apply it to our lives, and then we will pray. In John chapter 1, we saw how the Lord was the Word that became flesh, and how He was there since the very beginning, and how everything was made through Him, and without Him, nothing was made. In other words, Jesus is God's Word that came to earth as flesh. We also see that John was born to be the witness about Him who is the true light of the world, who is coming to save us and set us free from sin and the darkness. What's important to note is verse 12, where it says, But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Unfortunately, many did not receive him while Jesus walked this earth. So first, let's discuss who the children of God are. 1 John chapter 5, verses 1-2 through 2 says, Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the Father loves whoever has been born of Him. By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and obey His commandments. As you can see, This also goes with Ephesians 5, verses 1 through 2, which talked about being imitators of God as beloved children. From there it said, We are to walk in love, as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. 
Another verse we must mention is 1 John 5.20, where it reads, As for we then realize that the Son of God, Jesus, came and has given us understanding so that we may know him who is true, and that we are in him who is true, in his Son, Jesus Christ. I wanted to mention this verse because if we are in him who is true, then we fully know what is right and what is wrong so that we can steer clear of idols and all wrongdoing, the things done in the darkness that must come to the light. If we do not know what to do, we should then seek the Lord in the word of God, which is the true light, who will light our paths and give us understanding and a path away from sin and unrighteousness. Ephesians 5 told us to walk as children of light, doing what is good, right, and true. Not that filthiness and foolishness and sinfulness of this world, but instead discerning what is pleasing to the Lord. If there is something being done in the darkness from those who are disobedient to God, then we must take no part of those things and then stand firm and bring those things to light so that others can see what is taking place. Now, there are many evil and corrupt plans being done in secret, and those who expose those secrets may pay a price. Yet, we are called to stand for truth and righteousness, and sometimes that price to pay is sacrificing your friendships and relationships, your jobs, your image, and unfortunately, your life, which has taken place when those who have exposed the evil deeds of corrupt politicians and organized crime. Sometimes, those who are once in the darkness are the very ones that bring things to light for others to see. Ephesians 5 verses 15 through 16 remind us that when we walk, we must be careful and be wise. We must make the best use of our time because the days are evil. Similarly, this was mentioned by Paul in the letter to the believers in Colossae. Colossians 5 verses 5 through 6 says, We are to walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of this time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. When talking with people that you do not know, you may not fully realize their views or how they go about their life, whether they walk in the light or the darkness, and if they stand for truth or if they are full of lies. Therefore, you must be loving and gracious towards them and wise in what you say and how you say it. You should not sugarcoat what you say, but say things in a way that shares the truth without turning someone away. You may have an opportunity to help someone who is bound in sin, find freedom and salvation in Jesus Christ. But you must be aware of the words that you say and how you say it. Also, each of us do not know when our last breath will be, so we must not waste our time, but instead be intentional about what we do. Time is of the essence. As we watch the news and are fully aware, we know that the days are evil and filled with those who live a life of sin and darkness. We must be reminded of the love, 
grace and peace given to us through Jesus Christ. Galatians 1.4 reminds us that Jesus gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father. There will be trials, there will be darkness, but at least victory has been won at the cross, and for those who believe and call upon the name of Jesus Christ, will have eternal life. In the end, that is what is most important, is our salvation. Finally, I want to go over what it means to be the salt and light and see what the Bible says about exposing the works of darkness. Matthew 5, 13-16 was about being the salt and light of the earth, realizing that salt can lose its saltiness, and that as the light of the world we are to not be hidden, but be positioned in such a way where the light and the good works that are being done through Jesus Christ can be seen. In other words, show the good that is taking place in addition to all that evil and destruction being planned in the darkness. Have you ever noticed that the news primarily focuses on topics that bring fear to the viewers? News gets more viewers by keeping their audience in a state of fear and darkness than that of love and light. The term captive audience refers to those who are unable to leave or are forced to listen to what is being said or shown. Friends, Maybe it's time to turn off that television and stop listening to the propaganda, lies, and deception that are being fed to us. Instead, we must be constant in prayer and open up the Word of God, which will be the light for our path, a path of truth. Those talking points mentioned day in and day out on the television set are there to keep you from thinking for yourselves. They paint a narrative so that you are satisfied with a story or a report that sounds true, but may actually be the furthest thing from being true. Therefore, we must be the salt and light. We are to influence the world around us with the unconditional love of Jesus Christ and our good deeds. We are to bring awareness to the truth, expose the lies, and bring knowledge and understanding of what is right and wrong. As God's children, and as those who have been discipled and that walk in the light, let us not partake in the things being done in the darkness, but instead bring it to light. Some people have heard the term whistleblower, who informs the right party about works being done by an employee of a private, public, or governmental organization that is doing fraudulent and or illegal activities. A whistle can be heard from a distance, but a light can be seen from afar. Therefore, we are called to shine and not be hidden. We are called for a time such as this to shine bright even as things get more dark. So with all that said, how does one expose the works of darkness? For that, let's talk about how we can apply the concept of exposing the darkness and shining our light for the world to see in our daily lives. You'll notice that many will talk about not being judged when their sinfulness is brought up, and others will use their sin to place you in a bad position or corrupt you. 
So how can we go about bringing things to light in a loving way? Such as when a brother sins against you, or when someone you know that is caught in transgression. Galatians 6.1 says, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. So what we see here is that you who walk in the light and are led by the Holy Spirit must gently and lovingly restore that person and try and guide them back onto the path of righteousness. Really, getting them back in the light. We also see that this letter mentions that we must be careful to keep watch on ourselves so that we do not fall into temptation to sin and live in the darkness or react in a way that is not of Christ. Also, let's see what Matthew 18 says. Matthew 18, 15 through 17. This is where Jesus is saying, If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. But if he does not listen, take one or two others along with you that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. As we can see here, uh, there's different steps that you can go about this. But first, you can tell that person their fault. To them and them alone. Then you can bring in two to three witnesses. That way you're not by yourself. And then you can go to the church. As you can see, there are steps that must be taken. But let me remind you, when bringing things to light, you must be wise in how you do this. For that person's sake and for yours. Which may even include your safety. Let's end in prayer. Father, we just thank you for this time to just be in your word and to be guided down a path of truth and righteousness and just lit by your word. Father, we just, we are in a a unique time where there's just so much sin and corruption and, and things being done in the darkness that must be exposed and brought to the light. Lord, I just pray right now that anyone listening to this message, they seek you in how they go about doing the right thing. They seek you and how they must respond and how they are to uh, gently care for one another and really uh, help others not get caught in their transgressions in a life of sin. Father, I pray that throughout this world, the, the darkness is that the light shines through the darkness that the devil just has nowhere to hide but is exposed in every single place father i just pray that you expose the lies and deception that's being done in our government the lies and deception in just corrupt businesses and corrupt leaders 
including those in the church. Lord, I pray that you you guide those who are doing things in darkness to the light. I pray each and every one of us take a message from this and become better because of this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Anchor for My Soul podcast. If you would like to help us reach further and hear daily content in the near future, we ask that you share this podcast with your friends and also consider becoming a financial partner to help us reach further for Jesus and to share the word. We are blessed to have listeners who pray for us and go make a difference in the kingdom. Please check out our website, www.anchorformysoulpodcast.com com, where we have our past episodes, information about the podcast, and even who I am. If you so feel led to become a financial partner, you can either go to our website or you can go to anchor.fm backslash anchor for my soul podcast. Together, we make a difference. God bless.